Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shearer, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Dana Frecker-Duty, VP of Marketing and Communications at Juno, a tech company providing a platform for hybrid events and ongoing engagement. Dana, it's great to see you. Thanks for coming on the show. Hi, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. You're quite welcome. So tell us about the company. Pretty exciting. We are a technology startup company. We hit our one-year anniversary. I think it was a year ago they launched the website. I've been there for six months. Our latest news is we just earned $3.5 in seed funding. So we're off and running. But Juno really exists to connect and educate people in a virtual environment year-round. So as you mentioned, with hybrid events, we're pulling in the digital piece of that. What are the people doing online while maybe some others are physically present at an event? How are they connecting with each other? How are they receiving education? How are they experiencing the kinds of gatherings that business professionals and association professionals are creating for them? Okay. And this is a really hot space right now. A lot of interest in this, a lot of innovation. It's been exciting. COVID has been the great accelerator, has really mm-hmm. been my experience as an, an events professional for over 20 years. And what it's helped people understand is the role technology can play in advancing human connection and in supporting people coming together. Juno is quite different from what we're doing here or even what a lot of people are doing online with their teams or their Google meet or their zoom, right? We've really created a platform that brings together hundreds and thousands of people at the same time to have those kinds of experiences. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really cool. A lot, a lot, a lot of interesting stuff happening. And now you guys specialize in associations, right? We, you mentioned, you mentioned associations. Okay. And yeah, so, we absolutely so, specialize in that, but uh, mm-hmm. really because they get that member piece, yeah, they get that connectivity mm-hmm. piece that Juno can really fulfill. Yeah, I mean that's the whole point of associations, right? Or any member-based organization that's to connect with their members, connect their members to each other. And so, what have you found? What's what's unique about that audience in trying to engage them with your marketing? What do you find are you know, some of the challenges you face in, in getting through to those folks and connecting with them in the way that you want to? So that audience is very relationship-based. They mm. want to know their vendors. They want to treat them like partners, especially for the events professionals within those associations. They're used to being in very close quarters at very high-intensity times with event vendors putting on those big conventions and those annual meetings, right? So they want to be able to trust their vendors. They need to know that we have their back. Mm -hmm. And that is obviously a longer sales cycle than a lot of technology companies experience. So that has been really my shift in the last six months of, you know, I used to work for a company in the space and we could sell to somebody for three years, Jeremy, right? Mm -hmm. And then finally get the contract. So here is, it's 
a little bit more rapid of a decision making. And I think the association professionals, the buyers themselves are kind of <laughs> experiencing that little tension of like, how do I know this person? Can I trust this person? Okay, right. let's go. So, so that creates, you know, a tension and a challenge in and of itself is just take the time it takes to build a relationship. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I, I have a little experience prospecting with associations as well. And one thing that I found was that at least some associations, it seemed like many, but tell me your experience. We're also dealing with budgets often didn't have huge budgets and a lot of hardworking people who were doing a lot of different kind of jobs. In other words, sometimes understaffed and a little bit budget constrained, which was also a particular challenge in, you know, just sort of get, getting a handle on that. Have you found that as well? We do. We find where you have a small staff association and everybody's wearing a lot of hats. And sometimes it's easier to show the Juno value equation to that group, right? Mm, because it's okay. fewer people. There are a lot yeah. of associations, on the other hand, that have a large staff and everybody's quite specialized. And so you're really pulling in a lot of different people to the room to make the decision to move forward with a, with an event technology. Okay. So it really just, yeah, it really just depends. It is, but you're absolutely right that it is a buying group. It's very mm -hmm. rare right. that we talk to one person at, at the association and then boom, right? Because then there's yeah. also the board of directors. Right. I was just about to say. So that's right. what we find with these member-driven associations is we're also, what are the strategic plans put in place by the board of directors? Mm -hmm. Does their bylaws include a line that they have to go out to bid every every certain amount of time, mm -hmm. right? Is the, is the board heavily involved or not as heavily involved? Yeah, those are all just part of the fun of being in this. And but the real fun, I think, of selling with associate two associations, Jeremy, is the passion that we see mm. from clients. They're all mm -hmm. very passionate about the work that they do and the missions that their associations can accomplish. Yeah, right. Okay. So that's an interesting puzzle to solve. You have, on the one hand, you have that passion. That's probably on the good side of the ledger, right? People who are really yeah. motivated to provide the most value for their for their members, because I mean that is their business, their reason for being. On the other hand, a lot of people involved and the whole board. That's a whole other realm of they always have to take it to the board, right? So what are your strategies? What seems to have worked best for you guys in terms of shortening the sales cycle, having the conversations that are gonna ultimately lead to, you know, doing business, to growing your business? It is, on the one hand, when it comes to, re to relationships is really being authentic as a brand, right? So that's kind of a, a strategy and then I'm, I'm going to hang up there. And when we're able to communicate as individuals and as a brand in a very welcoming and, hey, we get it, we understand it, right? The more even educated, I can help my sales team to be about what the buyer is experiencing. That is a big benefit. The mm -hmm. uncertainty and the stress for association event professionals right now, as we record this in the summer of 2021, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. so that is really a great point to recognize there is the authenticity and our firm is a big believer in that. Also mm -hmm. content marketing, 
right? Yeah. So I'm a big believer and throughout my career is that is a focus that I have had is that the levers that we're pulling have to include content that is educating the buyer continually and on several different channels and creating content that is of value to them, whether they're ready to make a purchase in the next 30 days or whether maybe that's just you know, an ebook that maybe they even printed off and they stuck in their cabinet somewhere. And they're like, you know what, there's a great point in there. And it gets pulled out a year from now and boom, it's happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's get into content marketing a little bit more. You mentioned ebooks. Give me an example. What kind of ebooks do you, do you guys have and what's the strategy behind them? So I'll reference a couple different pieces here, Jeremy. One, really, I go for a content platform a quarter. Right. Mm -hmm. And we have a main ebook or some sort of offering that we put out that really serves to drive the conversation and help keeps our team sane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we don't feel like we're talking about 84 different messages in a quarter. Right. Yeah. Last at Q2, it was hybrid events. So we have a companion app coming out that helps people connect in that on site environment and the online environment. We treated that as an actual workbook which I really mm. loved the way that piece came out because it was a gathering of data and information, but also a fill in the blank. You mm. could you could take that hybrid event workbook that we put out, sit down with your team, with your event marketing membership teams at your association, for example, and start with strategy. Why are we even trying to bring people together? And it stepped them through a little bit of a design thinking process without getting too design thinkeriness mm -hmm. <laughs> in there so that they could go through those steps even as a team, a little bit of fill in the blank, right? And then also checklists of, hey, have you considered this? Hey, what's your why? What kind of partner do you need for this? Mm-hmm. The content platform that we used for this quarter, as an example, is our from here to 365. So it's a bit more visionary of laying out what the future could look like if they're bringing people together for three days of event, whether they're doing that in person or online. Again, we're in this kind of uncertain time where we're recognizing that the people we're selling to could be making strategic decisions in very different ways in terms of online events and in-person events. So that buyer education piece, that 365 book was really the, the platform on which we just did a webinar yesterday discussing those ideas. We're pushing out my CEO as a thought leader in that space. Mm -hmm. You know, he has some very lofty ideas and envisions human connection as a day-to-day -day process and understands how technology can support that, right? We have a professional social media person. We don't have an intern who runs social media and mm. all of those posts and we have supporting blogs that all feed into this 365 engagement message. And then we're also curating other content from tangential organizations or even the associations that serve the association event space, helping to educate the buyers of, hey, this is what other people are doing. Here's an article that associations now just put out that supports this whole 365 engagement idea. 
really mm -hmm. looking at that buyer education is not just what's coming out of our mouths, but also sharing what's coming out of other people's mouths mm -hmm. and looking at it also from a very visionary level, you know, laying that like, here's where you could go. But then also every other week we're pushing out product updates mm -hmm. and showing how those tie into the 365 engagement piece also. So a little bit of that nitty gritty. Yeah. It's like a, a cross hash of, you know, if people could see me on this podcast right now showing, you, you know, we're going from left to right and up to down, top to bottom and diagonally trying to slash through and blanket the space with our messaging. Okay. And would, is that sort of the through line that holds everything together? Is it the volume and the, and the way that you roll stuff out? Is that kind of the underlying strategy or is it? something else or is it more complicated than that? We see it as velocity. So we look at the volume and the value, the faster we can make that wheel spin and the stronger, the greater the likelihood of us being able to communicate with the people we want to communicate on the day or in the minute when they need to hear that message. Okay. Right. So that's the trick, right? Getting a lot of stuff out there in volume at the right times in this, in, in, according to a, a steady cadence, but carefully tailored SEO wise, right. To what people are looking for, what people need, what's actually going to bring them value day to day to help them do their jobs better. Yes, exactly. And what we've pushed into, you know, now that I've been there, there six months and this machine has just gotten stronger and stronger is okay these associations are in the healthcare or medical space this is how this content affects them directly right so we're starting mm -hmm. to be able to segment those audiences yeah. now as we mature as a team and an organization right okay right yeah so you guys you guys have a lot going on and it it seems it sounds like you're just you're all in on content marketing and really working that and doing well it is and we believe we believe in not just content marketing, but also content. We actually just mm. released, I just did this yesterday, Jeremy, <laughs> for mm. that webinar was our own community, right? So we have a community now on the Juno platform where we can pull people in toward us. We have some micro learning courses in there with thought leaders in our space that can give a little inspiration. We have all the Juno resources loaded up into this community site. And what else is in that community site is other members of the community, mm -hmm. right? So just like we would for one of our clients or an association is we're now opening up that platform and saying, hey, if you want to go send a message to so-and-so, and then that relationship advances and you're in there solving your challenges together, that's awesome. We're not putting our nose in there necessarily, but you all know that it is because mm. of Juno that you were able to solve these challenges. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So you guys are like walking the walks. So you're sort of demonstrating how your how what you do actually works by doing it for yourself. Yes. And it's baby steps at this point. And a thank you for mm -hmm. that walking the walk, Jeremy, because I knew there was a better analogy than we're eating our own <laughs> dog food. <laughs> I knew there was a better analogy. So thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, we're walking the walk. And at this point, we're we're taking baby steps on that path. Yeah, I like walking the walk better than eating the dog food because eating the dog food <laughs> feels to me like we have no other food. Like it's the, the post apocalypse. <laughs> and we're just like eating at it, you know, 
some dog food <laughs> right. walking the walk is like and that the, were <laughs> and the platform's so robust that even just comparing it to dog food is like what no one wants to eat yeah that. right this isn't this is better than dog food this is you know this is premium stuff right right well that is awesome okay so Dana, final thoughts. What's something that you've learned over the past couple of years or just throughout your career that you can share with our listeners to help them better engage their audiences? Yeah, I think something I'm really embracing right now is to be vulnerable first. I'm not as worried about missing period in in the ebook or, Mm or making sure that every single thing is perfect before I'm shipping it out. I think that is something that has helped me in my profession and in the company as well. And the other thing that that I've learned in my career, Jeremy, that I wrote down to think about, because I knew you're going to ask me that question, because that's your engage your tribe question, is mm-hmm. the number of things that can be accomplished with the right people is vastly more than what can be accomplished with more money. Mm. So mm-hmm. if I'm hiring, I, I would say that's a that's a hallmark of my career is put the right team together, even if you're pooling and borrowing some resources from across your organization and mm-hmm. put that right team together to create that content and to help build those relationships and even look objectively at the data that's coming back and say, hey, are you seeing this or not seeing this? Mm-hmm. I... I would rather do that than be spending a lot of money hiring services or, or dumping mm. a lot of money out. Um, yeah. That love that. That is the, both those points are so true. So, so true. Well, there's so much more to say on that, but we're going to wrap it up. So Dana, thank you so much for your time for a wonderful conversation. I really enjoyed it. I did too. Thanks, Jeremy. That's it for this episode of engage your tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.